Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We like to call it a freak flag. Feel good. Fake it till you make it. Ric Flair. Woo! Football 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Uh, we got a lot to get into, but we don't have a lot of time to do it. We're off a little bit early today, uh, so we're here for a good time, but not a long time. We're off at 615 for Texas baseball. In the meantime, we'll talk a ton of Texas football. Spring football game coming up this weekend. We have your pregame festivities starting right here on 1049 The Horn live from Bebo Boulevard at 11 a.m. We'll give you some more details starting about that a little bit later on. We'll break down the spring game, all the storylines. The expectations, the predictions, all of that. We'll start that off uh, at 3 o'clock and the top of the 5 o'clock. Also, we'll get into the NBA play-in and playoffs starting up this weekend. We'll preview that coming up at the top of the 6 o'clock. And also, we'll dive deep, deep, deep into NFL news, notes, and nuggets. NFL draft right around the corner. And, of course, uh, my Houston Texans, for all the wrong reasons, are a huge topic of conversation. We'll get into that and more. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego his 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? Man, you know what it is coming all the way up to Williamson County. Yes, right. You was in, uh, what is that, North uh, San Antonio from the ride to get all the way to <laughs> South Dallas. That's how that goes down. That's what everybody always says. Feels like that. When you have to make that trip all the way up to Williamson <laughs> County. I'm excited to be here. It's a lot of fun. Y'all need to make sure that y'all come and see us at Ron Hoover's RV and Marine Centers right here in Georgetown, just south of the Interspace Caverns. They're giving away free hats, snow cones, free food. They're raffling mm-hmm. off prizes. You get a 55-inch TV, a Blackstone grill. They got bad boy string trimmers. All of this is going on. The drawing happens tomorrow. You get a chance to win, and I want to thank them for having us out here. Damn but let right. me tell you about the man that sits right next to me. He hails from H-Town with the Get Down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DB. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that does that still loves film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babers. Uh, my man Patrick, of course, real MVP back at the ARN compound holding it down. Uh, so uh, you want to reach out to him, you can do it via the Twitterverse. Uh, he's at It's Patrick Davis in Twitterverse. My man Harge at Hardball Harge in Twitterverse. And I'm at Rod Babers in Twitterverse. It's the best way to keep up with us today. That's right. um, but of course, if you want to reach out to uh, my man Patrick, you can do that. Also, since we're on out here uh, hanging out uh, out amongst the people at uh, Ron, Har- Ron Hoover RV, you can come out here. Here and join us. It is the start of their spring extravaganza, as my man Harris just told you. We'll be out here throughout the entirety of the show till 6.15, but all weekend long the party continues out here at Run Hoover RV in Georgetown. Uh, they're having a great spring extravaganza, not only for the RVs, but boats. They got moors. They got everything out here. So uh, Also, they got a DJ in the parking lot. I just rolled up. <laughs> That's right. DJ That's right. out there, DJing in the parking lot. So, yeah, there's a party going on. They got the snow cones out there, as well as my man Harris told you. So plenty of reasons for you to come on out here and visit our good friends at Run Hoover RV, kicking out their spring extravaganza in Georgetown. I've passed by this place a few times. Uh, Harsh is uh, making the trip from Dallas uh, back to Austin, uh, Waco to Austin. I've passed by this place a few times, and i got to admit, I'm I'm not a family man yet, so I haven't really had the need to come to Run Hoover. I'm telling Um, you right now. 
my daughter made it a point for me to be here. Yeah. When she heard we were going to be here, she's six years old, and she said, Dad, you know all I want to do is take a trip in an RV. I, I always want exactly, right? She it's wants like me to the... drive her. You know where she wants me to drive her to? Where y'all going tripping in the RV? Where San Marcos. Road tripping? Well, that's not a real road trip. <laughs> for her, it is. I guess it for is. For her, it you is. You can rent an RV at, for Thank go you. to San Marcos. That's what she wants. She wants you to rent she an RV. She wants me to rent an RV. She well, wants you, to take a trip. You better do it before she gets high, bigger ambitions. Well, <laughs> you know how she goes. She yeah, is already saying, getting those ambitions. Yeah, you know I'm saying. You better go ahead and take that trip. But, yeah, I figure, uh, you know, just watching enough of the Griswolds growing up, I always wanted to take that trip in an RV. Never did. I got family that they do the RV thing all the time. As a matter of fact, my wife's mom, I guess she's my mom now, too. I was going to say. That's, right. that's, that's, that's my wife was saying. That's, that's what I was right. saying. Uh, she's your mom now, too. Exactly. Uh, so, yes, uh, my mother-in-law, she has an RV. She likes to go, like, uh, cross-country road tripping. Uh, oh, with okay. her dogs and stop at different places with in, in her RV and hang out. And she's got some other RV buddies. They meet up at different places. They go to nat uh, like to some of the you know national parks and stuff okay, like that okay. and hang out. It's I mean she's coming is she down here or is she... she's actually coming down here. She's not driving the RV. She's driving the RV down here in the like okay, late in the, in the summer. summer. Okay, like right before football season, she's gonna come down here and drive the RV. This time she's gonna she's gonna fly down. I, think I was gonna see if she'll let me borrow it for a little bit, Bro. just to see if I, you know, just before I make that purchase, I'm yeah. gonna borrow it. No, for a man, bit. it's actually it's actually legit, and they got a bunch of legit ones out here too. So, I, like I said, in my life, at one point, I am going to be an RV guy. Okay, I just don't okay. know when it's gonna happen. Um, but if I'm gonna be an RV guy, run Hoover RV. There it that's is. That's the spot. Ding right? ding. Uh, no question about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go check out some of these RVs before I leave. Yeah, that's spot. right. Yeah, no that's doubt right. about it. Go see uh, what's what's in your boy's price range. <laughs> All right, and what I can handle. It's all not, not just watching your price, but what you can handle. There it is. You got to drive that thing. You got to be able to swing <laughs> exactly. that thing. Exactly. All right, so I'm you, gonna you need a CDL to drive this thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can just grab it, any other uh, RV out there. You don't know how to drive it, then, you know, you, uh, you're, you're making everybody's life a little bit more difficult. Exactly. Uh, as a matter of fact, speaking of, please be safe <laughs> on the road. Because I was just driving here, and it took probably an hour, 45 minutes to an hour to get here. No. And, man, when it starts raining, I love Austinites, but uh, yeah. <sighs> what Come is on. it about the rain that just turns Austinites into some of the worst drivers on the road? Can we agree? Just a random conversation before we start talking Come on, football. Because I already know where you're Do we going. believe that, in general, society is worse at driving now than it used to be? Are we becoming worse drivers as time goes on? I think we are. I think my observation would be that driving skill has deteriorated over time. I would agree with you to the point of this. Now that the speed limits have changed okay, and you can go a little bit faster than what you normally would, people are definitely more aggressive on the road until oh, the rain comes. I don't even know if they're more aggressive because sometimes the worst drivers on the road are the ones who, not, who are not aggressive. They're indecisive. That's very I don't true. know what they want to do. I they're followed somebody out, like that yesterday. Himself. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes the best like drivers that. are the aggressive ones. I got somewhere to be. I know where I need to be. Get the hell out of my way. I get it. But the drivers who have nowhere to go and they're just kind of hanging, I'm like, do you have a job? <laughs> exactly. What is going on? Don't you, drivers. I mean, I'm not saying put your life at risk here, but what do we do? It's a, it's a 65 speed limit on the freeway. You're doing 75. You're doing 52. Yeah. I got to tell you, the frontage road might be better for you. <laughs> for better for all of us. What are we doing here? So I'm just saying, it is, and, and I, I, I used to think, and I know it is just this. I know young people are not as, they're not as skilled at driving as we were when we were younger. I'm not just saying it to be a crotchety old man. Here's why. Here's my theory. Okay. Mental reps. Think about it. When, 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 you, when you were young, before we got to the smartphone era, when you were driving with your parents, you watched the road with your parents. Yep. 
You actually would take mental reps driving with your parents. You would be like, oh, man, I know what to do here. Oh, these kids don't even know how to, how to, how to get to where they're going. They, got, they need the GPS because yep. they never took a mental rep driving. I, I, don't even know. I, I, I rode in the car with my niece. She grew up in Houston, and she was like, oh, I don't know where I'm going. I'm like, you grew up here. Yeah. You don't know where the hell you're going. You grew up in Houston. She's like, I don't know. I got to get to my GPS. These kids have no idea where they're going. They grew up in these towns, but they never took a mental rep driving to go, oh, I know where, where I should turn. I know these streets. I know, I know the layout of the city. They have no idea. The other reason, too, is because they're App, on their phone. Steve, no, jo they're Steve Jobs is teaching, them, he's teaching them how the city is laid out and basically the grid of the city. They're not learning it how we did. Well, the other part driving. of it is they're so the always mental on reps. their phone in the back. That's they're what I'm not, saying. They're they're not, they don't look, take the mental reps. Like, like I said, this. that's the whole point. They're their phone. Steve Jobs, he's, uh, he's king. Yeah. All right. God bless him. Even in, in, his, uh, in, in his death, he's still the king. All right. But they don't take the mental reps. They're yep. all on their phone. Yep. The whole time. All, the entire time. I have to tell my son every yeah. single morning while I'm taking him to school, do not get on your phone. Do not. He's already on it. In the already front on seat. it. Like, as soon as we get in the car to take him to school, he's checking stuff. And I'm like, bro, we're driving to school. This is our moment. Huh. I need you to pay attention to what's going on. Oh, yeah. And I need you to talk to me. That's a separate thing than the car. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about having an actual conversation. Yeah, I want, I want I to talk. Yeah. I want to talk. Yeah. Before you get to school. Yeah. I don't want you riding in the car silent and just had your head down. This morning he got up, made breakfast for himself, did everything, got in the car. I'm like, no, bro, this is not happening. Get off your phone right now. Get off the phone yeah. and take some mental reps. Exactly. Kids. I like that. Learn how to drive. Hey, yeah. Rod B's tips. I'm just saying, For surviving man. in this Yeah. <laughs> Most people out here, like I would say 50% of drivers are subpar drivers. Right? This is generally. That's fair. That's fair. And yet most people out there, they want to admit they're bad drivers. Driving is kind of like sex, I always say. Like nobody wants to admit they're bad at sex. Yeah. Nobody's going to admit they're a bad driver. They just don't. They don't want to admit it. But I most, did people, my thing. most people are bad at both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most, most of y'all are bad at both. But y'all think y'all good at both. That's, the, that's part of the problem. I'll be killing. I'll be killing. Exactly. <laughs> and you want to know why, honestly? Well, because they're inconsiderate. That's part of why they're bad. They're bad at both. They were probably looking at their phone. They don't. They were probably looking at their phone. Well done. All right. That's my old man rant for the day. I'm done. I'm done. All right. Let's get to some Texas spring football discussion here because there's a lot to unpack about the Texas spring game coming up this weekend. As a matter of fact, you want details about it, we'll be at Bevo Boulevard. My man, Harge, E. Hogan of B&E, and myself, will be down there 11 a.m. to 1245 for the pregame, mm -hmm. then Craig Way, the voice of Longhorns, uh, Roger Wallace and Will Matthews take over the broadcast at 1 p.m. So you can hear the spring game live right here on 104.9 The Horn. Uh, but coming up this weekend, obviously, a lot of Longhorn fans excited to uh, see this new team unveiled. Uh, for for me, honestly, the the biggest thing I'm looking for outside of quarterbacks, I think quarterback yeah, goes without universal. saying. Yeah, we could we could obviously uh, beat that dead horse, but we've done it. I think uh, probably more this this off season than we've done it in a really long time. Um, but I, the running game to me and how it looks in this spring game is going to be key, just mm -hmm. overall. And you know that can be obviously the young unproven commodities at running back, the young offensive line. All of these positions have really high ceilings, extremely high ceilings. Uh, but last year in the bowl game, guys, we got our first glimpse of this offense and the running game without the training wheels, right? Uh, yeah. B. John Robinson and Rojo and those guys, and I'll give you the numbers a little bit later on too, but we know they're, they're elite at their craft. 
of being able to turn a negative gain mm-hmm. and a you know a, a, a negative play into a positive one at all times into an explosive one, and I, they lack that in the bowl game, and it was pretty obvious that Sark didn't infuse enough creativity and innovation within the run game um, schematically and you know, strategically uh, to give them that advantage. Right. Uh, and that's going to be his challenge without Bijan and without Rojo this upcoming season. He's got talent in the backfield. I'm not saying that. But those guys were extraordinary and elite. Yeah. No doubt. And veterans. And by the way, they're your, your, your yeah. best player and your best leader. Right. And – you know, I said before the bowl game, I said, man, that running game is going, it's going, it's going to regress. Uh, I didn't think it would look, look that bad. Right. Um, but there were some injuries to Jonathan Brooks and then to Keelan Robinson starting him. That obviously, that makes sense now. Um, but that running game, to me, is my biggest concern. People are worried about the passing game. I'm actually projecting Quinn Ewers to improve a ton. And you got a lot of – Proven commodities and weapons in the passing game. You got X Men. You got the best, uh, really best tight end in the conference. One of the best tight ends in the country. Right. You got a top five receiver. You arguably got a top five receiver and a top five tight end returning. All right. Talking oh, no national. doubt about No, yeah, no doubt. And about you got it. a Jay Witt in there. And then we got other wide receiving prospects. So your passing game, to me, that may end up being the strength. And actually, you look at the the offensive line as young as they were and returning all those offensive linemen last season from last season. They're better at pass blocking than they are at run blocking, which is strength. Yeah. Usually, it's the opposite. So, and they're not elite at either, by the way. Um, but when we saw that unit as a run blocking unit without Bijan and Rojo, man, their efficiency took a dive. I mean, a, a nose dive. Yeah, it was it was scary to see because we going into that game, we thought we were going to try to see some glimpses, and I maybe it was the writing was already on the wall because when you go back and you look at what happened in that game. Sark came out with a passing game. He came out wanting to throw the ball a lot in the Alamo Bowl. And maybe he knew that. He didn't expect it to, to your point, he didn't expect it to regress that much. You knew you were going to have a fall off because you missed the law firm of Robinson and Johnson. <laughs> they were going to be gone during that time. But now, to your point of what you said at the very beginning, the experience that was in that in in between those two, the growth and the maturation. Now you got some young guys that are trying to fill in and trying to get their their shot at this opportunity. But most importantly, it's the offensive line. Yes, mm-hmm. they hid a lot from you because you had those two backs in there. Now let's see what's the next step on this offensive line without those guys. What are they doing to get better to plug up some of those holes that they saw that we got a chance to really see against Washington? Now Washington was a better team than every well, not a better team than everybody thought because they were a highly ranked team oh, coming yeah. into the game. They had a prolific offense. And their defense their was defense nasty. defense front was pretty yeah, good, Yeah, they too. were nasty, yeah, too. Were. But now you get a chance, okay, let's go back and, and review that tape. Where do we fail? And now what are we going to do with these guys to get them better? But I do believe, and I'm a firm believer of this now more than ever, what we've seen from the continuity of the coaching staff and the messages and the technique. We heard Kelvin Banks talk about that in yesterday's meeting. He said – the technique is the most important thing. I can be strong. I can be physical. But if my technique is bad, I can get whooped. And that's the things about this offensive line. What did they improve technically to get better for this season? Yeah. Uh, that's just I, – I, I, when, when I watch the spring game, the first thing I'm going to watch for is – and I, I've been hearing, and I think the reports have been indicating, that the defense 
I say they won the spring. But the right, defense right. Have won more of the reps in the spring than the offense but did. But why would you think that, though, initially? Uh, well, number one, I think it's just because the defensive line. Exactly. Um, has, it's the strength, arguably. The interior defensive line. A lot of, of experience on that defensive line. A lot of experience, line. yeah. Yep. Um, so, it, so that's what I'm watching because if they cannot, uh, be, they cannot control the line of scrimmage in the run game this season, that's going to basically you'll have a lot of games that look like that Washington game if you end up going up against a stout uh, front seven. And we're talking about a group last year with Texas. Texas led the country in yards after contact. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, sorry, second. I apologize. Behind LSU, LSU was first. 3.69. Texas was second. 3.66 yards after contact, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Texas led the country in broken tackles. Um, on rushing plays, at least a broken tackle rate, I should say, on rushing plays, which was damn near 28%. Uh, that was mostly Bijan and Rojo. Over the last four years, the highest missed tackle, uh, tackles forced per attempt, Bijan number two uh, and Rojo number five. Yep. Both those guys top five in the last four years of running backs in all of college football in terms of forced missed tackle rate per attempt. So, those guys were extraordinary, and I, I remember, and you guys all remember too, just watching Texas last year, there were so many plays that could have been negative plays, that could have been, should have been, yep, yep. stop behind the line of scrimmage, stuff rate, yep. and yet Bijan would work his magic, Rojo would work his magic, and they would turn nothing into something. You, you're going to have those guys like Jonathan Brooks make some of those plays, and yes, you'll have uh, Jaden Blue make some of those plays. They're not going to make as many Right of those plays as a Bijan and Rojo, they're not and built like that. Exactly, not yeah. yet. Not, not yet. yet. Yeah, yeah. And then you're gonna CJ Baxter too. And then you're gonna start behind the chains more. And then you're talking about being in predictable situations, all right? Because you'll be in second and long, third and long, putting more pressure on a young quarterback yeah. and a passing game that struggled last year. Get me? So you need balance. Right. And so watch the running game. The running game's got to be productive in this spring game uh, from at every level um, because the, he's going to mix and match things because mm-hmm. he's doing a draft. So you just want to see the run game have some success because from what I've heard, the defense has been able to have their way at right. times uh, with the offensive front. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's, that's going to be key for a lot of people, and I'm glad you brought that up about where we're going to be looking and what is going to un, un, unveil, so to speak, who is who is really regret? I mean, progressed going into this spring and what has happened. And again, the growth of this line is going to be the most important part of the success for this team. Now, it won't be the only part of it, but it's going to be the baseline. It's going to be the baseline. It's going to be the foundation because all we've been hearing for the last couple of years is big humans, big humans, and they're here now. And they're all here. Now, how fast are they going to be up to speed? Because this is a huge year. As we talked about this week, you got your bookends where you need them to be. It's that inside part of it that's going to be the biggest growth pattern for me. Yeah, and, you know, Sarek said, you know, the defensive line, at least the guys on the defensive line who have had the most success this spring, putting pressure on the opposing quarterback, Byron Murphy and Mm -hmm. Anthony Hill. That's going to be something to watch, too, just that, battle uh, on the lines of scrimmage between these two squads. Obviously, offensively, I want to see Texas be able to run the ball. Uh, but defensively, I want to see if Texas can not only apply pressure like they did last year. Remember, they were second in the country in pressures mm-hmm. last season. Um, and that's one that they were actually bottom 10 in pressure rate in 2021. And then they were top 10 in pressures in 2022. That is a remarkable, extraordinary turnaround. It really is. And the coaches deserve a ton of credit. And so do the players. Um, but they really – now I think the next step for them – is to be able to turn those, those pressures into sacks. 
Yeah. Uh, they want to be able to turn those pressure in sacks. They weren't able to do that out of the top 10 teams that applied the most pressure on opposing quarterbacks this past season. Uh, Texas had the second fewest sacks behind NC State. They actually couldn't even – they didn't even get over 30, even though they were second in the country uh, in pressures behind Clemson. Yeah. So that's the edges, though. That's a lot of those edges because once you – You apply pressure up the, up the gut, which Texas did a ton of because they had Coburn. They mm-hmm. had uh, Ojimo. They had Alfred Collins. They had Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy. I mean, they were the deepest interior D-line in the country last year. So they're not going to be that, I don't think. I think they'll still be really, really deep. Um, but that's where the pressure was coming from in the interior. But that allows quarterbacks, if your edges, all right, if yep. your edge guys aren't able to collapse the pocket, it allows them to escape, right? Yep. yep. Outside yep. the pocket, wherever they're comfortable. And that happened all too often last year. This, the, uh, this year, you want to be able to apply that same pressure, all right, and collapse the pocket from the interior, but also have your edge guys be able to come in and then keep that quarterback inside that collapsing pocket and not allow him to escape. That happened all too often last year. Now it's not their fault. That ha- that's happening to everybody. I was going to say, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. The quarterbacks becoming more mobile, but that is the conundrum for Texas. That's how, that's how you turn those pressures into more sense. Well, not only that, if you're pushing them up the field and um, from the edges and the guys are coming up the middle, you just can't let that backside, kind of like what we saw with uh, uh, Bryce Young. When we came off the edge, he got underneath it. He got outside the pocket. If those guys would have funneled because they got sucked in. Remember, that one big play that we saw also was the fact that they got sucked into the wrong lane and he had a a free run out to the outside. So there's a couple of those things that, to your point, you can't let them do that. But the other thing I want to be looking at is who's going to take that spot of a DeMarvian Overshawn. Now, we understand Anthony Hill is the guy. I mean, he's number one. He's the one that's been pushing all the pressure and pushing all the right buttons right now. But the biggest thing for me is, is he ready to ascend to that spot? Because you're going to still have learning pains. You're definitely going to have some growing pains right there with that type of player because he's young. I mean, those are mistakes. They're going to see some confusion every once in a while, but how quick can he get up to speed to what the game pace is as well? Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, last year, Texas uh, deployed DeMarvion Overshone off the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, schem- schematically, they would just do it situationally most of the time, but then you started to see him do it more and more, and the reason was because DeMarvion Overshone was a natural pass rusher. Yep. He really did off the edge. He was really comfortable in space. They decided to put him in space more often and try to create some one-on-ones for him. Uh, I went and looked at it last year. His, t- his pressure rate was a 20 five percent pressure rate when he decided uh, to rush the quarterback or when he was giving the responsibility of rushing the quarterback that's higher and uh, a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be drafted ahead of him higher than Drew Sanders higher than Jack Campbell higher than Trent Simpson higher than Noah Sewell um, higher than uh, uh, was it Daniel Henley Mm -hmm. it's higher than all those those uh, linebackers who will be drafted ahead of him just shows you that that is kind of a natural instinct that he has a rushing the passer and Sark is hinting Mm -hmm. that Anthony Hill has a similar natural pass rushing ability and that's not surprising because the scouting report on him even coming out said that ultimately he may just project to be an edge rusher yeah. if his body feels out that way. Um, but certainly he's got the kind of natural skill set to do it. I would not be surprised at all if they're basically just – they just plug and play him exactly where DeMarvio and Overshone was in that pass rushing role situationally. Yep. And he honestly probably can pick up right where Overshone left off. Yeah, from all accounts from everybody that I've <laughs> talked to that has got a chance to see him, he's a, he doesn't look like an 18-year-old kid. 
body-wise. Now, but mental, we got to see what that's going to be, to your point. If he is going to be that guy to be able to come off the edge, how intense is he going to be coming off that edge? Is he going to be that disruptive as that edge rusher? Those are the things, to your point, getting pressure on the quarterback, getting them down to the ground, not necessarily just getting the pressure, actually creating more sacks in those situations as well. Because Texas, they left a lot of meat on that bone last year. We kept seeing each each week the percentages of the front four and how they were getting to the quarterback pressure rate, pressure rate, pressure rate, but we didn't see it in the sack rate. Mm-hmm. That's the other part of it too. Yeah, uh, and, you know, Texas, if they cannot develop Anthony Hill into being a impact edge rusher early on in his, you know, tenure here at Texas, they're going to have to allow a, a uh, rely on just the interior pressure and that is it's obviously it's not something that is going to be debilitating to the defense but it is a bit of a conundrum because you do have to game plan and scheme a little bit differently because you want to if those, if your best pass rushers are byron murphy and alfred collins let's say and tavondre sweat those are your best pass rushers and they all play on the interior well you got to do certain things to try to make sure you keep those guys on the field and you get them matched up in one-on-one situations right so the way you do that is you can do a lot of twists and stunts in, in the interior twists and stunts to get those guys freed up one-on-one on offensive linemen. You can mug gaps with linebackers like Jalen Ford or Anthony You can mug those uh, interior gaps, the a, a gap and the B gap, and then it really confuses those blocking schemes a little bit. Uh, that's something you can do. You could also decide to play more of them. I mean, last year, more Ojimo uh, split time playing multiple shades up front on the edge and also interior. Maybe you could decide one of those guys has enough of, um, I don't know, basically enough agility that you can put him on the edge right. without it being too much of a liability. I don't know which guy you would do that with. We're going to learn a lot, though. We're going to learn a lot. The truth is Alfred Collins is should be able guy. to play Thank every you. shade up front. Thank you. Every shade up front. That should you should not. That guy should not be just pigeonholed to playing. Oh man, he's got. He's a he's a three technique. That's all he can do. That dude's got a war daddy frame. Yeah. He should be able to play on the edge if you need him to situationally. He should be able to play uh, inside if you need him to situationally. And to me, that is going to be Bo Davis's kind of the biggest uh, challenge for him as, as yeah. a coach. If you can bring out the war daddy, all right, in in Alfred Collins, who's got the frame. Oh my gosh! Of an NFL Adonis, yeah, NFL <laughs> D lineman. Yeah, man, I think yeah. that it really could transform the defense. Yeah, could. I mean, we've been waiting for that, right? That's waiting. what we've been waiting on. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, just th- thinking about it, it's just it really is gets gets me uh, really uh, excited. That's titillated as some Longhorn fans. Would no say. doubt. All right. Uh, it's no t- spring football conversation. We'll get back to it. We'll talk about it in the top of the five o'clock. Also, we get back to it uh, in Rod's rant of the day. We're going to talk some spring football. Um, so we got tons of Texas football coming up. But coming up next, we're going to get to some uh, baseball talk. Got Texas baseball tonight. Yep. That's why we're off early. So I'm going to pick my man Hardest Brain about the matchup tonight with the Longhorns and also. Big matchup in H-Town. Mm-hmm. The Rangers mm-hmm. facing Goostros, my Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that weekend series a little bit, too, right here. Uh, we're alive, by the way, hanging out at Run Hoover RV. If you're in the neighborhood, come on out. They are starting up their spring extravaganza. That's right. It's going to be a party going on. As a matter of fact, there's already a party going on. they got That's a right. DJ out there. <laughs> He's already out there uh, mi- uh, mixing the jams out there in the parking lot. they got snow cones out there in the parking lot. Uh, you can come to their spring extravaganza uh, over two 
200 RVs, boats, mowers. It'll be going on all weekend long. So if you can't get out here today, you can get out here Saturday or Sunday. Great deals. But we'll be out here until 6.15. So if you're in the neighborhood, come on out and say hi. Coming right back. This is Ball Don't Lie on 104.9thehorn.com. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We're having a good time out here at Run Hoover RV in Georgetown. If you're in the neighborhood, come on out here and join us. It is a 512 Friday. That means my man Patrick plays jams from local bands and artists that you can catch live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Nuevo, and they're playing Saturday out at the Hill Country Galleria. All right, Nuevo. Okay. Nuevo, Hill Country Galleria. All right, you getting out there then? You sound like you're, you're I got, excited. I got a lot of sports. Oh, you got a lot of yeah. stuff going Normally, on. Normally, you know, I try uh, to make a trip. You are a man about town. Yeah, I try that to make true. it around, man. Uh, shout out to the good folks, the fine folks here at Run Who Are They really have a party going on, people, because they got a DJ out in the parking lot. All right, so they, the DJ's got the tunes, twisting the tunes, if you will. That's right. And they also have a snow cone uh, truck out there as well. Yep. And the snow cone lady. Just brought snow. Like, I don't yeah. even know what these are. These snow cones, I don't even know if they can be considered snow cones. They got whipped cream on them, it got a popsicle stuck inside the snow cone. Is it like a shaved ice? I know a shaved ice, that's what she said, but it's got it's very colorful. Oh man, and now I don't know where the, the oh, it's a lot going on. She yeah, offered it, it to us, and I was like, I don't think we can do the show. <laughs> we would never be able to that, finish it, yeah, and eat that thing. But uh, it looks delicious, like I said, they, had, they got a lot of stuff out here, yeah. a lot of reasons for you to come out here and hang out. As a matter of fact, they're giving away prizes right. uh, this weekend. Now, you can come out here today and you can get a chance, you can get, uh, get into the raffle. That's right. You right? can definitely come out here. If you come out here today, obviously you got the free snow cones. They have some free food out there. They're giving away hats as well. They got raffle prizes, 55-inch TV, Blackstone Grill. They got the Bad Boy String Trimmer. We can see it right there in front of us. All the drawing will take place tomorrow, but come and get signed up today. Mmm. A string tremor. That's right. I'm looking at it right now. And they got zero-turn mowers out here as well. They got a little bit of everything out here. You need to make sure that you come over here and see us at Ron Hoover's RV and Marine Center. It's definitely a, a place that a grown man likes to come spend Exactly, time. yeah. <laughs> I'll like be back, I, honey. I mean, Are I'm you a, going Home Depot, I, I, Lowe's? I, I, nope, I'm I, going to the RV spot. <laughs> I know there's an RV in my future. Yeah, I just I, don't know how far like in the it. future yeah. the RV is going to be. But there's going to be an RV in my future at one point. I'm you like to it. Travel. You like to travel. Your a daughter bit, uh, wants to go uh, RV into to Sam Marcus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Leave my baby alone. Let her let her let her enjoy the ride. Hey, don't worry. You better take her to Sam Marcus before she starts talking about the Grand Canyon. <laughs> well, that might be stuff. next. Yeah, that you know might what I mean? be next. You better do that. Uh, all right, uh, let's talk some baseball while we got a little time yep. here. We got uh, two big matchups coming up this weekend. One between uh, the Texas Major League Baseball teams yep. in H Town, the Rangers uh, traveling to H Town to face the Astros. We'll talk about that in a second. But let's talk Texas baseball first. Uh, they got a series starting up this weekend, so while we're off early at 6.15, versus the Baylor Bears. Yeah, Baylor the Bears. Bears. The Bears. The Bears are they're kind of limping into the season. They had a coaching change. Obviously, Coach Stephen Pierce is now 
the first base coach for us. He is mm. he, he left Baylor. They came in and got Mitch Thompson. Mitch Thompson's a great guy. He's been in the game for a very, very long time. He was at McLennan Community College. Now he's over back at Baylor. Um, great coaching staff, but you know as well as I do when you have a huge turnover like yep. that. You got attrition players going to the transfer portal. Then you have players that are getting drafted that probably normally would have came back a certain time, but then now they got a chance to go make some money. We've been talking about that with basketball. Go ahead and do that. So he's do, he's doing the rebuild, but not fully a rebuild. There's some other guys that have been around the program that are trying to leave their mark as well. This by no means is going to be one of those series. Just like I said, they're 12 and one. I mean, 12 and 11 at home this year, and overall they're 12 and 21. But you also got to look at it this way: this is a rivalry game. Baylor and Texas. This is probably going to be the last time that Texas plays Baylor because of the move to the SEC. There's a lot that is going into this series. And then you also got to look at what Texas did uh, this past week against uh, uh, Texas State. I want to call them Southwest Texas. Against Uh, Texas State. Disrespect. You know, I want to make sure. (laughs) Who you rooting for? SWT. You want to make sure you're out there getting after it. So, this is going to be a bounce back. Texas played five games in five days. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about that. Then they had to take the couple days off, and now they're on the road. So this is going to be a test for them. they got to go out there, stay focused. Anytime you go away from dish fog, there's going to be a challenge uh, just from the nuances. They have, they've been at home for a while. That's true. So now they got to make that trip out there. So it's going to be fun. Uh, you can listen to it right here with my man Craig Way, and I believe Keith Moreland is on the call with him, if I'm not mistaken. So hopefully this will be the start of Texas getting back on that winning trail again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a good point there. Uh, yeah, and I also you said Baylor's twelve and 11, twelve and twenty one, but twelve and eleven at home. Twelve and eleven. So they've only they've they, only they haven't won a road game. Not at all. They're only wow. ten on the road, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. That, is, that, seems, that sounds like rebuilding. Yeah, that sounds like it, right? It definitely sounds like rebuilding <laughs> a little bit there. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, the Major League Baseball uh, season a little bit. Well, let's talk about the Astros and the Rangers. Uh, if you want to throw in some other Major League Baseball nuggets, we can do that. But the Astros, right now, 6-7. and seven. Rangers still playing good baseball. Are they still a 7-5 mm-hmm. right now, Rangers are? Yeah. I believe they are. Uh, Rangers playing some really good baseball. This will be a nice measuring stick for the Rangers. They made a lot of offseason moves. Mm-hmm. You said in offseason you thought the Rangers were going to surprise some people. Uh, Chipper Jones, you brought him on. Uh, he also said the same thing. He thought uh, the Rangers were going to surprise some people. And I think they've already, early on in the season, been a bit of a surprise. But is it substantive? Is right, it right. is it something that can be sustained? I think you actually believe in the Rangers a little bit. I do. Um, going up against the Astros, they'll and listen, they're, they're going to have uh, Martin Perez on the mound. Martin, uh, <laughs> Luis Garcia is going to be on the mound for the Astros. But yeah, I mean, the Astros. Are, that's to be. I'm, I'm not going to say they're struggling because they've had the same record right. the last, <laughs> through the first thirteen games the last three years. They're setting you up. You so know, this is just what they. You. I don't know what it, they they do this. They, they're sparring they're, with you. They've been six and seven in 2022. They were six and seven in 2021. So yeah. So you sit here and you look at it. You, they're six and seven. They're only a game and a half out of first place too. So that's the other part of it. I know everybody looks at it and say, "Oh, they're not playing that great." They still have a run differential of plus thirteen. So they're, they're, they're where they need to be, and to your point, this is who they are. They fill it out. They go through the motions, and they, 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 when they get ready to put their foot on it, they put their foot on it. So, And Altuve's not here. Let's not forget about Dude, that. Brantley's not with him. And, they, and Texas just is going to be playing without Corey Seager 
at shortstop because oh, he just got hurt. He hurt his hammy, so he's going to be probably out for four weeks. Yeah. So now, you know, everything's kind of teetering where it is. But the one difference for the Texas Rangers now is their pitching staff. That's why they went out and made those adjustments. That's why they went out and brought in some of those arms. Those guys are still feeling out how their mechanics are working, too, because they've had to deal with injuries. Mm-hmm. Jacob deGrom had some. Uvalde's had some. So tonight you get Martin Perez, who was the lone all-star for the Texas Rangers last year, and now he's going to get his opportunity to pitch against the Texas Rangers. You brought, I mean, no, Houston Astros. You brought Jared uh, Sadler on uh, for your Hard Knock Life, and he was fantastic, by the way. Go check that out on the podcast page at hornfm.com and he had a great stat about how the rangers at this point in the season are and i don't know they were number one but they could be like top three at this point mm-hmm. now because maybe they've played a game since but in terms of strikeouts per nine innings yep. uh, they're one of the best in major league baseball if not the best in major league baseball that's a big turnaround from the pitching staff. <laughs> right. They're starting. This is for their starting pitching staff that they've had in previous years. Big part of why the Rangers are, you know, that they're for real. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying they're gonna, you know, win the pennant or anything. Right. Um, but this is not yo. Oh, this is not yes. Last year's Rangers. Right. Or the year before that. Or the year before. <laughs> or the year before that. that yeah. That's why. That's why it's so important. I know Chris Young has has done a good job of starting to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. You build that brand-new ballpark, you go out and get a bunch of offensive guys. You build that brand-new ballpark, now you got to get some new guys to be able to get out there. So you want to make sure that you are trending in the right direction, and that's, that's right. what Texas is trying to do. You want to make sure that those fans have something to want to be a part of, and this is the year where September baseball for the Texas Rangers should mean a lot more than what we've seen from them before. I think that was what the goal was, and I think that they're closer than they were two years ago for sure. Yeah, another stat about the Astros and how, you know, basically there's no reason to panic and how they're still figuring things out, kind of troubleshooting the season, if you will. Uh, they have the Astros. They, only five teams have allowed fewer runs per game than the Astros at 4.08 runs. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird. That, that division is overachieving right now mm-hmm. compared to what they've done in recent years. Yep. And the Astros are just doing what they normally do at this point in the season. They're just letting you they're, – they're just teasing you for a little bit. I just think they're – you know, they, as they a franchise – They want you to panic a little bit. Yeah. You know, in football, you don't have the – you don't have this kind of time, right? You, right. It's there's right such away. an urgency yeah. to fix every issue you have right away because whether it's college football or the NFL, you just don't have enough games. There's just not enough weeks for you to fall behind in baseball. Hell, the NBA, we see this too. There's time to fix problems. Yep. You got some time to figure it out, what yeah. the problems are, examine different solutions, examine different options, and then even you even have time to experiment right. with different solutions. We saw Dusty do that last year. Exactly. With center field. He did it this year. He did it this Remember, year. Remember, because he wasn't even starting Chaz McCormick. Yeah. And people were like, why is Chaz not starting? And now he's going in there, he's playing well, he's hitting the ball, playing some good defense, yeah. and now Dusty's having trouble keeping him in the lineup, keeping yeah. him out of the keeping lineup. Out of the lineup. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You got, you got time. So there's yeah. no reason to, to freak out. You even said that about Texas baseball. I did. When we no were panic asking about the panic button <laughs> early on in the season. No panic button, no need for it at all. Uh, all right, we're out here at Ron Hoover RV. Uh, as you can hear, we're having a good time. And in the parking lot, it is, it's lit out there, as it's the lit. young folks would say. They got a DJ. Uh, they got a snow cone truck that's out there that, uh, man, people are already uh, just feasting <laughs> on these snow cones. And they, these, ain't, these ain't your mama snow cones. These ain't your mama I snow I was just cone. a regular snow cone guy. We got a snow cone truck by my house, by the way. It's like within walking distance. I got like a, it's just hanging out? 
Yeah, like okay, we had a, like a shopping center there. Yeah. Um, and in the shopping center, oh man, it's ter- it's a it's a Shipley's Donuts, and a snow cone place, and then like some other like a nail shop. That's why you always running through the neighborhood. Oh so man, so you can go and get you one Bro, on the way back. When I first got there, I gained like eight pounds. <laughs> I was eating Shipley's every morning, and it's, you could smell it. Oh yeah, I, I live. That's so, the worst part. I live so close yeah. that when I yeah. get up in the morning, yep. I smell Shipley's, and I go take the dogs out. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, this is not cool. So I'm setting to, you up. Oh, and this is what I used to do. This is how you know I'm a fat kid. Hard, I really am. And I used to, because they would have specials, like once they're getting ready to close. <laughs> yeah. And I used to work different hours. I used to work from one to three on the broadcast. Yeah. And they would close like at, I don't know, like four o'clock or something. And they put all their donuts on special. Like at the end of the day, cause they're trying to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. All right? So everything's like half price. Oh, right, going in and clean up. <laughs> they knew me like Norm from Cheers, and I walked in and be like, Ron, you want your cinnamon rolls? I'd be like, yes, sir. We got eight of them today. I'm like, thank you. I'll take all eight. And it'd be like eight cinnamon rolls for like $2. I'm like, yeah, I'll take those cinnamon rolls. Bro, I gained so snack. much. That's why I started working snack. out. Yeah. I gained so much weight. First started time. Running, first dog. year I moved into that crib. Oh, man. I'm now, now I just basically don't go get shippers anymore. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I, you had too many. I need more discipline in my life than you that. You got it. Oh, man. But anyway. But that smells still good. Yes, but <laughs> my point being, long story short, or long story long, uh, I go to the snow cone place every now and then, too, and, but obviously when it's not hot, right. snow cones don't have the same appeal. No. It's like drinking hot chocolate in the spring and the summer. When it's 97 degrees outside. Can't do that. Can't drink I, hot chocolate. You like, got some hot chocolate. You sweat? what? Exactly. For what? <laughs> you sweating? So basically, hot chocolate season in Texas is like two weeks. Yeah, very much so. You better be on it quick. <laughs> you better get you on better it quick. quick. You better have the marshmallows ready to go in Texas. Actually, I do. I'm a big fan of hot chocolate. Anyway, uh, so come on in. No hot chocolate out here, but they nope. got the snow cones. They got That's the right. snow cones out here. And uh, it is the season, if you will, for snow cones. So come on out here. Run Hoover RV in Georgetown. The party doesn't stop today. If you can't get out of the day, that's okay. We'll be out here, uh, we'll be out until 6.15 to the end of the show. But the spring extravaganza, it continues all throughout the weekend. You're talking That's about right. the best deals, all right? The best deals ever in the state, in the nation, on RVs, boats, mowers. They got it all in stock. I've seen a lot of people coming in. They got a lot of foot traffic coming they in. They do. People they trying do. to uh, they're trying to achieve their RV dreams. It's that, they've been listening to you talking about, I, I see one in my future. Oh, it's definitely an RV in my I future. I see one in my I, future. Like I said, I just don't know if I'm going to be. Brian got you. He going to make sure you got it. Hey, you got it. Hey, I'm telling <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming back, man. I got to convince my wife of it. My yeah. wife's cool because my mom, her mom, my mom, is yeah. an RV woman now. Yep, yep. And she she just became an RV woman like like five years ago. It's okay. like a new thing for her. That's right. She's been jamming, traveling for some time. <laughs> She's on the road, dog. <laughs> that is key to the, to the road trip. I got to go take a, take a tour of one of these RVs. I bet they're pretty modern now, too. Oh, for sure. I I've been online looking at them the whole time. I'm telling you, man, my daughter, that was her goal, dog. What are you waiting on, Arch? Man, time. <laughs> time waits for no one except exactly. for me. You wait on her to get older before you want to take this trip? Well, I'm just trying to Once she becomes out. a teenager, she's going to think you're a loser. And well, it goes by what you're talking about, man. It's like, man, you got to be able to whip that thing around. Yeah, I got to be able to swing it, man. That's a long RV, None man. of your sons want to go on this trip? Oh, yeah, they were the ones that we said, we're shared of driving. Oh, you definitely got to do it then. No, because then I'm the one that's under the insurance. Oh, that's true. You know, you were just talking about crazy drivers, right? <laughs> that is true. I would not. If I had a son, I wouldn't trust him driving an RV. No, I'm driving that RV. Uh, all right, we'll come back. We're out here at Ron Hoover RV in Georgetown, so come on out here if you're in the neighborhood. But the spring extravaganza continues all weekend long. We'll come right back with your flex right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful down the horn. Let out a heavy sigh.
back. The ball don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We are looking live, ladies and gentlemen, at Ron Hoover RV. And it is a uh, beautiful thing out here. The spring extravaganza going on. Also, 512 Fridays is also a beautiful thing. And uh, my man Patrick plays jams from local bands and artists that you can catch right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Brother Thunder, and they're playing Saturday at Radio Coffee. Oh, yeah, I like that. Brother Coffee. Brother, Brother, Brother Thunder. Brother Thunder. At Radio Coffee. Yes. Brother Thunder. Sounds like an adult entertainment name. Hey, now. <laughs> Brother Thunder. Hey. <laughs> hey, if you're listening. Well, just saying. That that's my new name. <laughs> exactly. Blue you Chew. Yeah, they could call me Blue Chew. I thought you was Blue <laughs> Brother Thunder. Blue <laughs> 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 oh man alright yeah, we out here at Ron Hoover RV having too much fun on a Friday uh, also it is time for the flex so uh, go to flxatx.com flxatx on all of your social media platforms uh, some great content up there for you as well and how about this Harge Harge is a hard working man I'm going to give you some hard I'm appreciate some credit. it man Harge is getting out yeah, man. To, to, to games I did soccer, baseball. I've been seeing everybody, man. I've been, man. Trying, I've been trying to do a little bit. No, no, of you got your own, and you got your own kids to go. I got my. Sometimes kids it helps. It's like some crossover, maybe. exactly, because I get to know some of these kids. Yeah, but you know, so my son's been playing with a lot of these guys that are playing in the state uh, championships. That is cool. Um, even the young ladies, we've known their families because they got little brothers and mm -hmm. they got other people that have been a part. Yeah of this story and this journey and I, it was good and today uh, Westwood got a chance to play in the semifinal game against Louisville Marcus my wife went to Westwood she was hey. actually on the team the last time they played in the semi state semifinals they ended up losing on PKs before so she's you know it was nostalgic uh -huh. it was nostalgic so I got a chance to go out there unfortunately over the last couple of days, uh, the local teams have fallen off, so to speak. They've yeah. ended up losing the last couple of games. It's Westwood ended up falling to Louisville Marcus today. And last night, Pflugerville Conley ended up losing to Frisco Lone Star. Georgetown girls ended up losing to Frisco as well. So wow. there's a lot that is going well, on. This is when Dallas, you start, play, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, you start playing the Dallas yeah, and the go. Houston areas. There you go. And so there's a lot of being uh, – a part of it as well. So it was cool to be out there. It was cool to watch the games. And we had uh, the young lady from, from uh, Westwood on with us before, Atlee, and mm. she's the goalkeeper. She's ended up going to Notre Dame. She's the young lady oh, that was going to Notre what? Dame as a goalkeeper. Okay. So as you talked about in football where Notre Dame decided they were going to come to Central Texas, they got another one. Is it the athletic, another the athletic department's coming to Texas, yeah, exactly, not just football? Exactly. Marcus Freeman may have started, but he did. Yeah, he started they, a trend. They know there's a ton of talent down here. That's what the flex is all about. FLXATX.com, FLXATX, and all this, FLXATX on all of your social media platforms yep. as well. Uh, go there and check it out. Uh, as my man Harsh mentioned, there are details up there for you about the UIL Soccer State Tournament. Uh, there's also some details about the Austin area 707 State Qualifying uh, Tournament. So you can go check out all of those details uh, at flxatx.com and also you can go catch out the replays from the Wednesday night flex yep. shows those are up there for you available at flxatx.com all right we're all here at Ron Hoover RV in Georgetown and they
they are starting off, kicking off their spring extravaganza. It's going to be going on all weekend long, folks. And you want to come out here and want to bring the kiddos too. They got snow cones, and these are just these are these are unlike any other snow cones I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen snow cones loaded like these snow cones. They had a popsicle in the snow cone. They did. Cre- I know you put whipped cream on snow cones. Hey man, they're making it happen. Whatever. That it is may some be. new age stuff right there. So come on out here. Uh, they also you have a chance to uh, win the Jacob raffle. over there smiling. <laughs> He's almost finished. Yeah, rice crispy treat oh, in it, Jacob. Loaded up, dog. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of that's a lot for my palate going on right there, man. Diabetes um, in the cups. <laughs> diabetes. Uh, diabetes. They also have raffle prizes out here that you can win tomorrow. Come on out here, uh, whether it be today or tomorrow, get yourself uh, a chance to win some of those prizes. What they got uh, here for the people, Harsh? They got they got raffle prizes like a fifty-five inch TV, Ooh. a Blackstone grill. You can see it right there. It's beautiful. Oh, Brought it in. They That's brought what they just brought in. in. That's just exactly that what they in. just brought in. Oh, that is sweet. They got a, uh, a, a bad boy string trimmer for you to cut your trees, not tr- cut your trees down, but to trim your yard. Rod, you like to do yard work? I do. You get to I put your name in there. Pat, look, my man uh, Jacob already asked if we were allowed to enter. And they said, yes, we are oh. allowed to enter. Is this uh, battery powered? What is this, string trimmer? No, it's uh, attachment uh, capable. Oh, okay. So whatever that means. <laughs> You're such a great salesman. Right? I'm telling you right now. <laughs> it's a test table. They do Whatever have that means. They do have. They do have a, the the power pack. There's, that's what it's I'm lithium. saying. Okay. It's yes. lithium. There yes. you go. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. 80 volt. That's what I prefer. Yeah, just the 80 volt. You don't want the string behind. I've you. actually now become kind of a new age hippie in my neighborhood. I started a trend in our neighborhood. New age? You are 100% hippie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I live in Austin, so. But no, no. When I first uh, moved in to the neighborhood, we were going to hire a yard crew. And we got stiffed. Like, the yard crew didn't show up. Like, they just did. Like uh, they wanted to see times. how motivated you were. I don't know. Uh, they didn't show up. So I went and, like, a grown man went and bought all the yard equipment. But nice. I bought electric lawn equipment. Uh, so my wife could use it because all the gasoline power stuff is a little heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so, you. Cause I'm, my wife, now they got the ones that you just gripping yeah, and ripping. Yeah. Wife wants to do the yard. So I was like, you want to do the yard? I'll buy you some stuff. You could do the yard. Helps me out. <laughs> so I started buying like all this uh, electric stuff. And then pe- do people around the neighborhood started asking me about it and stuff. And I swear like four or five of my neighbors have gotten like all electronic equipment now. There you to go. Do the yard with. There you go. Trendsetter. Yeah. And so I, Obviously, I, you're a great salesman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my wife was. She was the one that was doing the yard all the time. Oh, too. so they were asking they her. They probably asking mm-hmm. her up all the time. And I felt bad because I felt like a terrible Come on, man. Husband slash partner, because all the people in the neighborhood seeing my wife out there doing the yard, and your boy wasn't doing nothing. You, you, and I look me, like a pimp. You, <laughs> you, you and me both. You exactly. Because my, yeah. I, I called the other day, and I was like, uh oh, something's not right. Hold on, what's going on? <laughs> she finally calls me back, and she's like, I was outside mowing the yard. I was like, why? Exactly. Why are you mowing You're the yard? Making me look bad. She said because the yard looked terrible, and I knew you wasn't going to do it. But the neighbors are judging you. Hey, They're hey. like, man, harsh. Hey, first of all, the, the husband. Are think they're admiring? You. Yeah, they're like, man, what they got over there? <laughs> but then the women are judging you, like, yeah. she got this woman doing the yard. So she's like, I love doing the yard. I was like, well, you need to put that on social media <laughs> so people don't think that <laughs> I just yeah, got exactly. you out here. Doing you gotta do the yard work, like harsh, man, harsh. He uh, he runs that household with an iron fist around me. Man, there. you just don't even know. It's more like an iron <laughs> skin across my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We'll get into NFL news, notes, and nuggets on the other side, right here on Ball Don't Lie, one four nine. Oh,